Welcome. Right on, dude. Wags, I'm sorry, my man. Um, I, I was thinking about you last night. Well, that sounds kind of creepy. Tugging but, on it, uh, thinking about me, tugging on it. Well, uh, you know, the, the, the bad thing about it is, I mean, I picked your team to win, but god damn, dude. They they shit the bed early, way early. That was uh, I mean pitching, you know, man. Yeah. Pitching. It um yeah. yeah. Welcome to Chaos Theory. Um gonna be I'm not happy, uh, but Rodney's happy. We're gonna have a good show for you regardless. Um, you can find me on Twitter, not the fake wags. You can find Rodney at the Rodney R and on the gram at the underscore Rodney R. I'm at the Wagner Wire on uh, the gram and on all other platforms. I'm about to just remove myself from all social media though, just because I mean, I, I thought I had friends around here. Like, and thanks, Sal. I appreciate you. What, you give me the damn finished guitar today. What are you playing? Can you, can you hear it? A little um, bit of sombrous sounds. I, I'm playing funeral Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you. Wags by Felicia. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. Appreciate you. Jake, thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> well, at least the Orioles you know, are. Now, why? So let me ask you a question. Why are the Orioles likable? Embrace the suck, Wags. Thanks, Daryl. I appreciate it. Appreciate. I love all you guys, Sal. You guys, you guys are fantastic. I mean, Sal, I, I really, I can't take too much from Sal because he's a Yankees fan, and I just like I know he's going to come poaching. Him and the pinstripes are going to come poaching here in yeah. about four to five years when Angelos doesn't want to pay these ball players. Yep. Um, if you'll allow me, like, just a minute to reminisce oh, on a go. hell of a Have season. Have uh, I'm gonna have some coffee. You you just thank you. Uh, this this Orioles team spike coffee, by the way, made baseball Early. believers out of a town that lost a lot of love for baseball. It's been a while since we've been able to find a little bit of happiness in in terms of watching America's pastime. And this ball club this year did that. Uh, it Brandon Hyde and the, and the boys, man, I, nothing but love and nothing but respect for him. I thought we needed to make a few more moves for some arms at the uh, at the turn or at the deadline as. As we like to say, um, I've been very vocal about that. But I love the aggression that they used on the base pads. I know that uh, guns got you know thrown out stealing, but that's you know live and die by the by running the base pads, man. And we were aggressive on the base pads. We got caught in game one for it, uh, and then just got onslaughted, just demolished in game two. Uh, I knew once we lost game one, once we dropped game one, it was going to be tough, just because the Rangers can rake so devastatingly man. they're mm -hmm. they're right behind the bra the bravos the braves um this this team it's it's a powerhouse all through down one through uh one through nine there and then when you got a guy like Seager, you know drawing five walks you know showing excellent plate discipline in game two and then with the adage of offensive firepower in game two as well um, it was a great performance to see the Orioles come back in game two, but it was all for not. You know, it was nice to see the Lumber wake up. Um, O'Hearn's going over 25 uh, in, in the five hole when he was so dynamic down the stretch. And the Orioles weren't playing good baseball going into the postseason either. Sure, the, the bats were there, but the arms still struggled. And this is what I was worried about going into the season, right? Or going into the postseason. There wasn't enough time, I didn't think, uh, for the wild card series to allow some arms to rest, but also it looked like the O's were a little lethargic on offense as well. So uh, shout out to Texas. We knew that Texas could always rake. It was just a matter of the arms and the arms showed up for the Rangers. And I want to see a team 
that hasn't won it yet, do it. And I would love to see the Texas Rangers do it. Not just because yeah. they beat the Orioles, but they deserve it. Well, and I think a lot of this was, I mean, with the Rangers, with the with the way that they had to get into the playoffs. I mean, we we've been talking here, you know, since since we've been on the air with Chaos Theory, is is what you know the way the AL West was shaken out. I mean, it's been they've been in the playoffs for the last month. I mean, it seems like yeah, so, they've been they've they, been down the stretch, yeah. man. They've been playing for their lives, dude. Yeah, so so they came in programmed uh, to be doing this, and you know, the Orioles not not that they could kind of take their foot off their gas and kind of sit back a little bit, but I, I'll tell you, Wags. The one thing that you need to take a lot of solace in is that the, the fact that this. I love what you were saying right there because we're 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 talking about we're not talking about the Yankees, Red Sox, Dodgers. We're talking about the Baltimore Orioles, and I'll tell you what, I fucking love that Oriole on the cap. To well, me, what that, makes that the Orioles such a, a club to like, Rodney? Like being being a, a neutralist yes. here. Why do you like the Orioles over you know over any other clubs? Mid market, it's a small mid market, mid market. Mid market, they don't have they don't have you know the resources to go out here and, and do all the different things that that some of these clubs are able to do, and you know it kind of sucks, like you've talked about, because what this season has done is it's allowed the Baltimore Orioles to produce all these superstars, and you know what's going to happen, you know what's going to happen. They're going they're going to come poaching, dude. They're going to come poaching, and and as an Astros fan, to me to see these kind of things happen, because to I mean two teams that I follow tremendously, obviously the Astros and the Spurs. I have watched both of these teams, you know, with all the greatness that they both had. I mean, th there were struggles with them, you, you know, with the Spurs. They could never get over the hump, and then boom, it finally comes together. You win that strike season in 1999. You win a championship. The rest is history. The Astros, when they were in the NL Central, you could never get past the Cardinals. I, I mean, heartbreaking losses to the Mets and all these different things. And now you're sitting here on a, on a seven-year, eight-year run that, that's unbelievable. It's one of those speed bumps, man. I, I just hope... I just hope that the that the Orioles are able to keep this together because the Orioles, I mean, it's teams like the Orioles. It's teams like Milwaukee. It's teams like San Diego. It's these teams that me. San, is San Diego mid-market? I, I, well, I would say, I would say so. Being over there with 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 the Angels, yeah, being close, the, being close to the Dodgers, to the Dodgers yeah, yeah, those are the teams that I root for as a baseball fan. And I'll tell you, kind of one of these things. I'm an Astros fan, and and this, if this thing sets up to where the Astros and the Rangers play. This this is the baseball fan in me. Anytime wags and I'm traveling and I hit an airport. I buy a cap of that team that that I'm in that fucking airport. I mean, I and I've got a bunch. And, and I never wear them. I never wear them. But that's that's just the cool yeah, part. It's, just, it's collection items, right? Yeah. It's just there are certain teams that I want them to do well. And the Baltimore Orioles are one of those dudes. Y'all yeah, had a hell of a season. Yeah, hell, hell of a year. Uh, came up short, that's for sure. As a matter of fact, not just the Orioles, but there, there wasn't a win from the American League East combined in all mm -hmm. of the postseason. Uh, and this is a juggernaut division right this is the division that we you know we sit here and, and clamor at you know yeah. oh over 100 wins two teams over 100 wins well i don't i don't the uh the rays didn't eclipse 100 but still very close to domination throughout this division in the al east right it's kind of like you're you're usually getting some type of representation out of the al east in terms of a championship series or someone going to represent the american league right um yeah, usually, usually it's an American League team that wins uh, wins the pennant. I mean, hell, the the Astros have been playing phenomenal over the past couple of seasons too. But yeah, man, um, 
not to take anything away from the Rangers. I mean, Kramer just was not on last night. I think everybody joined the hit club except for Tavares last night. So uh, we'll, we'll break down a little bit of the line and go over it just a little bit here. But uh, Kramer, you know, giving up the long ball early, I knew that was going to happen. I thought we'd be able to dial it back in and, and start to manufacture a little bit of runs. But Kramer just couldn't get back on uh, on his game, man. Um, tough to watch it implode right it's really tough to watch the pitch when you know the pitching is so suspect it's hard to watch it actually unfold like you knew it was going to right and then they just started teeing off there uh for the orioles some good things positive notes on the orioles it looks like gunner henderson was made and produced for postseason baseball uh if he is not an american league rookie of the year and shouldn't be solidified as American League Rookie of the Year, then you guys haven't been watching the same season that I've been watching. And maybe I'm looking at it with biased eyes as well. Uh, 7-1 to is the final here, the, the recap. Orioles go home, and I uh, told you so. <laughs> so well, man, and Frank, the whole thing, yeah. a tremendous, tremendous series oh, for the Rangers. Absolutely. Uh, Evaldi last night, just smoking steamy hot, man, looking sick, throwing nothing but filth. Fantastic. Seven innings, man. Seven innings, seven or yeah, seven innings, seven yep. strikeouts. Gave up five hits, and and here's the here's the one thing. Three of them, that, three of them were to Gunner. I know, I know. Three and here's 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 the one three thing that, that you have to think about. You know, as an Astros fan, and and Astros fans, let's not put the cart before the horse right here. You've got Carlos Correa. He is. I'm guarantee you, he is rallying the troops over there. Uh, I mean, to to try to take one. I mean, the Astros got to win one of two here. So things are setting up pretty well. But to me, the mere fact that Texas is able to, to sweep this series um, against you guys, I mean, he, here's here's what's scary right now. Because you've got you've got Scherzer and you've got Gray. They're pitching simulated games today. Today. Yeah. Scherzer are coming back. Absolutely. And and if those guys, if those guys are able to come back and you add them to the rotation with Dunning and, and Martin Perez and and these guys that are capable of doing um pitching you know you know deep innings this is uh if you're an Astros fan this is where you get concerned but then the Astros of yesterday the Astros of yesterday look like the Astros of the past where where the hell has Jose Abreu been all season I mean that's why you get this fucking guy I mean that's why we went out and got him but um you know he came out last night about damn he time. was out last night. Matter of fact, everybody seemed like they were out for the Astros last night, man. 14 hits. The lumber was awake, Rodney. And that's what you got to like going into the next game. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the whole thing. Hey, Wags, I mean, we can keep up this conversation, but I hope you noticed I'm wearing one of my last stand hats today. Uh, you know, I remember yesterday you were kind of pointing out my hair issues. Yeah, and, you had some uh, sex head. Yeah. What's that? You had some sex head last night. No, 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 dude, I didn't. I had bedhead. I overslept. I I overslept. So uh, I'm wearing my cap today. So, so so last night, oh yeah, whatever. So, so my wife comes home last night and I, and I'm telling her, I'm like, can you believe my man wags was laughing at my hair on the air today? I said, "I, I don't know what this dude's problem is. And she's like, it took him this long. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't really notice that he finally pointed it out because you look like shit. (laughs) <laughs> usually, usually you do have a hat on. I you got some do. type of thing corralling that hair in there. So yeah, you know, I don't, I don't have that problem. Yeah, I still got a lustrous head of hair though. I'm starting well, to see just a little the bit. The whole thing is, I mean, and and you folks, if I meet you in person, I've got this huge scar on the back of my head. I had like a knot on the back of my head years ago, and you know they're telling me it's going to kill me and all these different things. I had a, a Jeez, big old Rodney series. Yeah, a big old big old knot. It just kept growing and growing and growing. Is it a tumor? And, 
no, 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 no. Well, that's not a tumor. That's what they said. When I went in, they're like, oh, that's a tumor. You know, it could kill you, whatever. They go in there to clean this thing out, and it apparently was just like blunt trauma. You know, working on race cars for a lot of years, you tend to bump your head on rusty bolts and all this stuff. So so they clean that thing out. Uh, I mean, I, I wish I don't know if there's a way to show it. I don't want to see it. No, I don't want to see it. I don't want anybody else to see it. No, it's just a slit. It's just a slit. I mean, I've got all the hair, but there's a big slit right there. And it's like, people always look at that and they look at me funny. And it's like, oh yeah, you know, that's when I get a haircut, they're like, would you like a back view of your hair? And I'm like, no, I fucking know what it looks like. I don't... No, I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> I don't need to see that. But anyway, so, so thank you for pointing that out. Cause I've got my cap back on. And you are more than welcome, my guy. Um, so about your Astros right here, and we'll get into the, uh, the national league breakdown as well. Moving forward. Uh, the Astros last night, nine to one, 14 hits, and Javier was stroking that thing, man, slinging the pill all over the place. Uh, Gray didn't look bad, but I mean, when you're going up against an offensive fire jugger or a firepower and a juggernaut like this lineup has, man, and especially when they're all mashing one through nine, it's tough to uh, it's tough to deliver any type of great stuff that you have, you know, loaded up in your arm, regardless of who you are, man. When you have an offensive juggernaut uh, lineup like this team is. Yeah. Uh, turn the just go ahead and turn the lights out up in Minnesota, man, because we're coming back. Uh, we're coming back to Houston, I believe, ne- not tomorrow, um, or is that going to be pushed to Friday? I got to find the next game here. Yeah. Uh, yeah no, it'll be it will be on uh, Thursday. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, no, Friday. 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 Yeah. The the thing here with Houston, uh, I mean, the, this like I was tonight, talking about. Sorry, tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they play tonight, six oh seven, I think it is. So this was classic Houston Astros right here. This is the Astros of old, where you see, I mean, you see the great pitching right there, and and, and yes, I mean, this dude is really good. He's been really good in the postseason. But but when you start getting, you know, Bregman two hits, Jordan Alvarez three hits, Jose Abreu two hits, uh, Dubon two hits, Martin Maldonado two hits, dude starts adding that, up. Yeah, yeah, that that right there, and and I mean, look at this. I mean, it, this is setting up. Ideally, if you get to the to to the the race for the pennant right here, if it's going to be the Astros and the Rangers, man, they, these two are clicking at the right point. They're clicking at the, and they both have good pitching. They both are they're swinging the lumber, and I mean, you you, you can't set this up any better for for just a fantastic series. I thought Javier could have gone at least maybe one more inning. I don't know why they uh, Boach. I'm not going to question uh, Dusty Baker, but I thought Javier could have got you at least one more inning there, especially when we talk about how worked or overstressed uh, the Rangers, or excuse me, the uh, Astros bullpen is already. I yeah. thought you would want to get at least maybe six or seven frames uh, from Javier there. Uh, I didn't think he was in too much trouble, and I looked. I thought that the game was already, you know, well in hand for uh, for the Astros there, man. Yep. Gave up one hit and walked five. Struck out nine. I mean, I mean it seemed like. Free, pa- free passes are free passes, you know sure. what I mean? But as, sure. as long as they're not getting in on – I've always said as long as you're given a free pay, uh, a free pass and you're leaving ducks stranded on the pond, it's it's okay, right? Like when yeah. they start to get in too much trouble and then the, the runs start getting manufactured in yeah. and you start running, you know, two passes, two free passes an inning, that's when you're in a little bit of a trouble, man. But five passes throughout five frames, that's not that's that's not too bad for me, man. I would have I would have tried to ride Javier at least maybe one more. And I'd, I'd love to see him get two innings, but I would love to see at least maybe one more, man. Yeah, I'd, I'd have wrote him one more. You know, the pitch count was good, but this this all goes back to. I mean, there's a lot of question here with Dusty Baker. I mean, you even, I mean, even with the success of the Astros, there are a lot of people in the Houston area that want him gone. I mean, and yeah, it, you, think, it, you think it's past him? I mean, we'll look at what you got two Hall of Fame 
managers basically right now going this could potentially lining up or meeting up in the in the yeah. AL championship with Bochi and, and Baker here. Yeah. But it, it's like Dusty Baker kind of kind of the 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 knock on him right there is that he has his guys. And obviously his guys are you know Bregman and Jordan Alvarez, Jose Altuve. But even even after the game, even after the game, I mean I heard a I heard a conversation where they were talking to Dusty about about Christian Javier and what he was doing. And a lot of what Dusty was talking about, he's like yeah, yeah, Javier pitched a great game, but a lot of this was what Martin Maldonado was doing behind the dish. And it's like, come on, dude. I, I mean, get, give your dude some credit here. And I know even with Chaz McCormick, you know, who has been a staple, you know, when he's been plugged into the lineup for Houston this year, it's like, come on, Dusty, let's acknowledge that this dude is really, really damn good and should be playing every day. And it's like, he, he won't he won't acknowledge that fact. And again, yeah. he, he's Maldi, Maldi old school baseball game. Maldonado calls a great game though, Rod. Really and of does. course, you know, the, really the pitcher's got to paint the paint the spots and put it, you know, put it where the gloves at, but Maldonado calls a great game behind the plate, dude. He does yeah. more than just mash at the, you know, with the lumber. Yeah, so. no doubt. But but when you look at this, I mean, the one thing that that I really found, you know, um as an Astros fan that I found last night uh, really made me feel good is the struggles, you know, the struggles that have been there in the bullpen. I mean, with Hunter Brown in the bullpen, I mean, to me that that that's great. I mean, you 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 put that dude in the pen, get one inning out of him, and then you get a Brayu who who has been, I mean, he's lights out in the playoffs. I mean, Phil Maton has struggled during the season and it's like, okay, he looked good. He got his one frame. And then you go to Rafael Montero, who who I said during the season, what a waste of money with this dude. But now him, like Jose Abreu, they're showing up when it's time, when it's go time. And, and that's that's all you can ask for because right now is when it matters. And you got a smoking hot Rangers team, dude. You got a smoking hot Rangers team. Yeah, but unfortunately, I think uh, what's that old adage in baseball? You know, there's the next or the only momentum in baseball is uh, okay. is the person or the pitcher that's on the hill. That's it. You know, the next day or the person that's on the, the pitching mound the next day. So, or at least yeah. that's what our. I used to hear Cal Ripken say all the time, and my little league coach used to say it all the time. It's going to be a tremendous series, Rodney. Nine to one was the final up there in uh, at Target Field. There's going to be another battle up there tonight, and the uh, the Astros look like they're in business, man. It looks like they'll be able to take care of business and you know finish this thing off tonight. And uh, I don't think there's going to be a game five necessary, man. I think it's uh, I think it's done here today. Well, you, you would think, but I mean, things change th this fast. I mean, look at look at the look at what the Rangers are reeling off here. I mean, that that's kind of the one thing to me that that is so interesting with with the playoff run that they've gone on. You know, winning all those winning all those games on the road and then uh, you know finishing this thing off is man. You would think that these guys are limping in. I mean, the way that they lost that final series and they lose the West, it's like oh man, they're done. I mean, there are a lot of people where it's like they call for the Rangers to to be done in the wild card round and they smoke right through that, and, and then it's like okay, well, but now you're taking on the best team in the. AL. Well, I mean, no offense, but you see what happens right there. So baseball changes that fast, dude. That's, oh, yeah. that's the thing. They don't so, have to. Well, I guess the Rangers do. Are, they have to wait a week to play again. Are we all fans of the format system, the the postseason format for Major League Baseball? Are we happy with the best of three games in the division? You know, that that's something that I was talking about yesterday. To to where with this happen, with with this change right here. Uh, I mean, I, I do like it. I mean, I think it makes it, it condenses everything. I, I think I four though, maybe best of five for the wild card. But give me the sure. give me the division series, the AL championship or the NL championship. Give me everything else. Best of well, seven. 
I, I think what they're trying to do, and I do like the idea. I'm a proponent of the idea. Obviously, with pitch clocks and all this, you're trying to speed the game up. I think what they're trying to do here is kind of speed the season up a little sure. bit more, where it's like you, you get done and make make those. You know, when you're going for the pennant, make that. You know, build the drama and everything. But but, Rod, but Rodney, when you get it to if you if you win two games in a row, that's the sweep for the wild card. At least make it three. Well, my God, you're, the, seeing, you're seeing four game series throughout the regular season, at least, yeah. you know, and that's the max of the four game series. That should be the at least the standard for your divisional and championship series as well, man. Make that a best of four. And I ain't saying it just because the Orioles got swept in three. Yeah. I'm saying yeah. it should be four regardless, man. Well, the Orioles, but, if the Orioles got, you know, lost all three games, it's very tough for, a, you know, a ball club to come back 3-0 anyways. But still, but, that chance yeah. should be out there. Yeah, but but kind of the counter to that with the argument that I've seen is is folks that are saying that the system doesn't work. But the I mean the higher the the better record team, you know, whatever, they've got the home field advantage, and sure. that's the problem is that they're not taking advantage of that, and that's and, and, and that's, and, and that's, take and that's of why it. I like the five. That's why I like the five game because it's like, look, first two games are in your yard. Go take care of business, and you know, then you go on the road for one. Give me more. Um, give me more baseball. I want four. <laughs> give me more baseball. Damn I got it. no problem with it, dude. I, I mean, I, I like the system. I like the system, but um, hey, whatever, man. Just just keep giving me good baseball. I'm I'm with you, dude. Jake Bayless on the Yahoo 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 YouTube chat YouTube. line. I'm, I'm combining Yahoo and YouTube oh, with the YouTube chat line here. Y'all think Arizona finishes off the Doyers? Uh, yeah, I yeah, I think um, I think the Dodgers are in trouble. I mean, Lance Lynn on the bump tonight, though. Uh, we'll see if they can right the ship. But the Dodgers have been struggling with their with the rotation here. Uh, of course, mm -hmm. we know that they can still rake at the plate there. They got the National League All-Star team. But I think that the Diamondbacks actually sneak away from this and become victorious tonight. What do you think, Rodney? Well, I think so, too. I mean, we go back to the we go back to the whole thing about old momentum. I mean, all the momentum right there is, is with Arizona, and they have figured out something. They are finding the weaknesses there in with what the Dodgers haven't been able to do. And they've been dominating in this series. I mean, you come out and you punch them right in the face in game number one and it literally destroy them. Uh, I mean, um, I think it ends tonight, dude. I mean, I, I, I totally think it ends tonight. And this is where I go back to what I was talking about with your Orioles. And I was saying yesterday, man, yes, good. Go, Arizona. I'm tired of the Dodgers. I'm tired of the Dodgers. And I know people will give me shit because it's like, yeah, you want the Astros to win, but that's my team. Why why are you why are you rooting for a Dodgers anyways when they go out and buy their ball club? You know what I mean? You're, you're sitting there, you're you're buying your entire National League All-Star team. Why the hell do you want to root for them? I don't know oh why anybody, if you're not a Dodgers fan, would want to root for somebody that goes out and buys a championship. That that is my point. And that's and that's kind of a problem. And I know we'll talk about it as we get, you know, the weeks coming up. That's kind of the problem. I or, the problem I have with the NBA. It's like, man, you go out there and you're paying all this money, you're buying all these super teams, and you still can't, and you're still going to get beat by an Arizona team that that is trying to, I mean, that are that, that are doing incredible things with a minimal payroll compared to what you're doing, and that I'm sorry, dude, and that's because it is. I mean, that that's my problem with the NBA. I was a, I'm a basketball fan. I love basketball, but these days it's like, man. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of seeing all these superstars on one group and, and held in. They can't win a championship and they suck. And it's all jacked up like Brooklyn. It's like, what is that? You got all these dudes and they can't get along. Oh my God. Money should make you happy. That's for sure.
So C. Clear is adding at Jake Bayless says he loves the Doyers uh, slang here. So I'm not from the West. I don't know. I didn't know that that was actually a thing. Do they call them the Doyers out there in, in LA or out West? Or is that just the accent? Is that just the colloquial lingo that's out there? Hey, I've never told you my Dodger story, have I? No. I don't think so. This is funny. Just give me one minute. (laughs) You want to tell it after Covert? Uh, uh, Oh, yeah, that's right. Let's talk about Covert. Covert B Cave. Three state-of-the-art dealerships out there in uh, B Cave. Uh, Seven different brands of all of those new and pre-owned vehicles. Buick, GMC, Cadillac, uh, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeeps, and Rams. Covert Ford and Chevrolet over down Highway 79 out my way here in Hutto. And here in Austin, you've got the Ford, or there in Austin, you've got the Fords and the Lincolns. I'll tell you what, the Covert family doing it since 1909. They can jump on there, covertbcave.com. Jump on there, check out your weekly specials. Weekly specials, guys. I, I'm not, like I was talking about earlier, I'm not talking about doing all these different things where you got a holiday special and all these t- different things over here um and they're going to service uh every make and model of your vehicle 86 service bays out in b cave they'll hook you up when you go out there uh see my man uh dan covert and tell him man you sure appreciate him being a part of uh texas sports unfiltered because um man it's benchmark supporters like that that are continuing to make this thing grow over five thousand strong you guys we want to get to ten thousand it's only going to get better now we've got the covert text line hey formula one's coming I've talked to Brad there. We're going to do some things for that as well. I'll give you my very unbiased discussion about Max Verstappen and all of that happy shit. So all of that coming up, but covertbcave.com. Nobody beats a covert deal. Not now. And sure as hell, not ever. What you got and back course, there, man? Is, of course, if you're uh, watching any type of sports or any type of TV at all, you got to do it with audiovisual consultations. 512. 512- 255-8678, the very best in setting the standard in audiovisual automation since 1988. That's 35 years they've been setting the standard in the business industry of audiovisual automation. Make sure you give them a call at 512-255-8678 or go to the gallery of projects at avconsultations.com to see what they've done over the past 35 years. You don't know what you want? You don't want the two flat screen TVs with Dave Zidick right behind you as well? Uh, Dave Kwan Doe, as we like to call him? Maybe call up Tom McKay, AV consultations 512-255-8678 or go to the website at avconsultations.com you can also get a dream theater system like i have downstairs or ask tom about that sonar surround sound as well it's all deadly 512-255-8678 that's avconsultations.com love it love it my man tom mckay so people were talking about the poltergeist that i have in my room it's actually not a poltergeist it's a cutout of someone that's very active in our youtube chat here all the time but also we remind you you know if you're listening to us on the app right on dakota uh you can hit us up on dakota text line as well 512-222-9328 that's 512-222-9328 that's another way that you can communicate with us and send us some text messages as well on that yep. coded text line remember you can also be a part of the conversation on socials as well not the fake wags uh, the Rodney R and the underscore Rodney R on the gram as well. I'm at the Wagner Wire. Hey, make sure you're hitting that subscribe button too. Yes. Tell five friends like Harge always likes to say as well, man. A lot to break down. We got some hockey, of course, we need to talk about. But uh, do we think the Dodgers get eliminated and in, uh, in their postseason's done tonight? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They are done. I think Um, if, I, if you had to choose, and I want to ask chat this too, right? If you had to choose right now, between Mookie Betts 
or Corbin Carroll? Who are you taking? Corbin Carroll. Really? 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 Seven days a week, twice on Sunday. Let me have him. Yep. Yep. Corbin Why? Carroll right I mean, now. I mean, is it, is it just because of all the hype and hoopla over over yes. Carroll right now? I mean, Carroll, he's obviously yeah. the National League Rookie of the Year, right? But, I mean, how much – how much – He's How young. much hate do we have on him, man? I mean, but he's Mookie, Betts, Mookie Betts is, is proven that he's been able to do this. Is this not just a one-year phenom from Corbin Carroll? He's young. He's a regular dude. And again, this is where we go back to to where you're playing. <laughs> um, uh, no, Carroll, all, all day, all day long. I mean, the young factor. Wow. I mean, the young factor to me is, is such a is such a big deal. This is a grueling game, Wags. You know this, man. Sure. 162 games, and you get into the playoffs right here. This this is a dude that, uh, man, this is a great talent. I mean, Mookie Betts is great. I mean, absolutely. I, I mean, there's no doubt about it. But um, no, I, I mean, I, I like this kid. Every now and then, you see it. You see a baseball player, whatever the sport is. You 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 see somebody that comes in, and it's like, you know what? I really like this dude. There's something about him. It's like that it factor. I mean, I know that's an overused term, but man, this this dude's a badass, man. This dude's a badass. He, he's slashing. And he's, and he's just starting. He's just starting. <laughs> Two eighty five. 25 home runs, 76 RBIs, and his OPS was 868. Uh, tied for 19th in the National League for, or excuse me, in the league for uh, average there. Tied for 46th in home runs. Let's bring up Mookie Betts's, um line right now. I believe Mookie, yeah, Mookie's slashing 307, 39 with 107. And you're going to take that? You're going to take Corbin over Mookie? Yep. Still. Still. Mm. Yep. Yep. He's just starting, Wax. He's just starting. He's just getting started. I don't know, man. Mookie Betts is one of the most dynamic players in all of baseball for me. Of course, you know, my favorite right now, if it's not Shohei, it's not Shohei. My favorite baseball player is Ronald Acuna Jr. 73 steals, 40 home runs. We've all touted, you know, we we touted his stats all throughout the uh, the year, though. Um, But yeah, I mean... Must watch TV for baseball, I would say, right now. If if you're yeah. not a baseball fan and you need to be enticed to get back into baseball, it is must much watch TV, man. We have a lot of great mm-hmm. ball players here, man. And uh you're seeing them in the postseason, that's for sure. Well, let me tell you one, dude. I mean, Corey Seeger. I mean, how about this guy? Uh, I mean, dude, and that's hold on, five, five at bats, or excuse me, five walks in game two. Five fuck five walks. You can cuss on here. Two. It's okay. Sorry, sorry. Five walks in game two. I mean, that's play, they, they that's like play, that. not to mention like, like the, his lumber is heated up too, man. The guy can rake. Yeah, I mean, this dude, this dude has come alive, and 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 he's doing it. I mean, there's never been a question about the productivity of this guy, but shit, now he's doing it. I mean, now, I mean, for 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 you know, and I hear the Texas fans chanting, "We want Houston and all this stuff," and and I'll tell you one thing, man. If it does come down to Texas and Houston, and dude, this is. This is this is a this is like Clash of the Titans right here, dude. Because, It'll be a fun season to, or a fun series to watch, that's for sure. Well, if you're a fan of either one of those squads, it's not going to be fun because you're you're going to be on pins and needles. I mean, the Astros win, the Astros win, and this is where I go back to during the season where I was talking about where people's like, "Well, the Astros they win the Silver Boot seven to four. Well, who cares about that? But but the home field advantage, and this is where I go back to. You asked me yesterday, Wags. You know what was I what was I most excited about for the Astros game yesterday? And I'm like, well, shit, it's on the road. Uh, you know, I, I tweeted this out yesterday. I said, road field advantage. That's where I'm concerned if I'm Houston, if you're playing Texas. 
Uh, absolutely, man. And uh, it it came to fruition, man. You were actually caught it, dude. And I think they're going to finish it up at Target Field. We talked a little bit about that. Going back to your your rookies of the year right now uh, in the American League, Gunnar Henderson, two twenty or excuse me, two fifty five on average there, leading off for the O's. 28 home runs in the leadoff spot there with 82 RBIs, OPS of 814. And then Carroll's got pretty much pretty much similar numbers. A little bit down in it's only six RBIs less there, but that OPS 868 and then 285 for the average there. He also leads off for the Diamondbacks, 25 home runs. So you're starting to see some good pop out of your out of your leadoff guys here. Both of these guys are are tremendous studs and you're going to see the you're going to see them leading their teams for a while now i hope i hope angelo keeps keep uh keeps this talent together man because <laughs> it could be really special for the next five years man that's, that's 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 a whole part about that wags man and that's that's something that i'm looking forward to watching in the off season man are you able to keep those guys i mean and that's Again, that's what sucks about this when you talk about the love of the sport, but so much of it is a business. I mean, any of them, you know, it's a business. I mean, they're they're going to go out and they're going to poach. And they're, that, that's what I love so much about, honestly, that's what I love so much about racing is like when you look at NASCAR, we don't know what NASCAR drivers get paid. That is not public knowledge. It, it, nobody knows. And, and their structure is different because they're sponsors and all these different things. We, we don't know that. And guys don't move around in NASCAR or IndyCar, or Formula One for that matter, they don't move around because of money. They move around, you know, if, if a sponsor says, hey, you know, hey, um, Kyle Bush, you know, if, if you're going to go over to Chevrolet and you've got Chevrolet backing, yes, that's a good move for you. And that's that's business. But what we're seeing here is I hate the business part where they, they're going to go take all your players, Wags, and that that sucks. That sucks. Yeah, it, it's brutal, man. It leaves you with nothing there. Um, that's so. Jake had a great question for me. Do I think that Guns would still get the American League Rookie of the Year if Young would would have not gotten hurt? Um, Josh, I mean, Josh Young, dude. What can you say about him? He, you know, his season was was shorted just a little bit there. Twenty three home runs on the season for him. Two sixty six is what he was raking at the plate. Seventy RBIs with an OPS of three fifteen. Um, or excuse me, that sorry, that was a uh, I'm reading the wrong numbers. 266, uh, 2370, and 781 for uh uh for young there. So yeah. I just I got the uh, the OBP wrong. Anyways, I still think I still think Gunnar Henderson would have been able to get the rookie of the year just because I, I think that Hendo is I'm not taking anything away from Young, but I think Henderson's a better defensive infielder than than Young is, man. Um yeah. We uh we'll see these two well, battle for Golden Gloves all throughout you know the next decade here as as Texas has some young studs and so do the Orioles man uh we we talked about you know the potential ALCS bout and, and showdown that's about to happen I think it will come to fruition I think you're going to see the Texas Rangers battle the Houston Astros in the ALCS uh, and it's going to be a lot of fun and great for the state of Texas I mean great great for the Rangers I mean again I. I have no disdain. I don't dislike the Rangers. I, I mean, the Astros. I, I mean, I've had folks reach hard, out. It, say, it's hard to not like the Rangers. It yeah. feel, I feel like the Rangers do everything right. Well, or, and, and I, I feel like they. I feel like they don't go out and they don't go buy their their championships. They, right. They load the roster up piece by piece until they get what they need to to do to party right. And then once they get into the postseason, you're see, 
you're starting to see, you know, we, we talked about how dynamic the offense was, and now the the arms are starting to come back to life again, man. Somebody mm-hmm. said in the, in the chat earlier, Evo looked like he was the Evo back in Boston, dude. He looked nasty. He was lights out last night. Nine Ks, dude. Yeah, and that's a whole thing. I mean, I think a lot of this for me, you know, with the Rangers and the Astros. I mean, I mean, I have. I've been an Astros guy since I was a kid. I mean, I remember the J.R. Richard days, and and I mean, all of that. I mean, you know, having lived through all those heartbreaking losses, you know, that I was talking about, and then to finally have your team Excuse do what they're doing Rivaldi right now. What's that? I said seven K, uh, seven Ks for Rivaldi. No, 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 no. But you know the whole thing about it. I mean, look at the connection. To, to me, the connection right there. You look at the Rangers and the Astros, and this is the stupid shit that I think about. You got a connection right there. Nolan Ryan and the Ryan family has been a part of both of these organizations at various points, and that's one of those things where it's like, look, that that kind of ties ties them together a little bit to me to where to where Nolan has been a, a part of that and, and we worship Nolan Ryan as a baseball hall of famer and baseball player in the state of Texas and the fact that that he and his family have been a part of these and and the express over here I, an, I mean, institu- got, an institution he is he is and, and 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 I've got the I've got the Rangers you know farm league team you know eight miles away from me right here so so you know it's I'm an Astros fan, but dude, this is this is something. Yeah, yeah, Rob, the Robbie Grossman connection. Thank you, Jake. I mean, you, you've got those guys, but look at all of the look at look at all of the great players that have come out of the Express organization um, that have played for either the the Astros or the Rangers, and and to me that that's something that ties it in, and and this kind of brings it all together right here. I, I mean, look, just go back through that tree. I've got a poster sitting in my garage from. I think it was the twentieth anniversary or something of the Express, and it's all these fucking dudes. And I'm like, damn, wow, you know. So I don't know. That's a sentimental part, sentimental part of me when it comes to stuff like that. That's why it's hard to not. That's why it's hard to 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 hate the Rangers. There's no, no reason to. There's it's no hard reason. to not like them. That's for sure. A lot that, of double that, negatives that's there. That's uh, so Jake, you and I are going to be going at this for the entire off season. I think. Um, I am. Uh, I'm not saying this with any bias at all, and I don't believe you are either. I don't believe that you're in. You have any bias for young because I sure as hell don't have any bias for guns. Um, so we'll have a good chuckle with that as we move on throughout the year and talk about that. Um, and I, I love the uh, the comment about the Robbie Grossman uh, yeah. connection as well. There, thank you, Jake. Jake Dynamite Chimes by you today, dude. Thank yeah, you. We right. appreciate everybody always bringing in. Uh, the heat and the noise to the YouTube chat line. Again, reminder, you can hit us up on that code of text line, 512-222-9328, if you're listening to us on the app uh, in your car. Make sure you're doing that safely, though. That's right. All right, Rodney. Hey, dude. Hey, Wags. Right, we got to right, talk about what, that, 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 that Dodgers thing. So so about, oh, yeah, yeah, about, about seven years, seven or eight years ago, I'm at a real estate convention in 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 Phoenix, and the guy, the, the, my business partner at the time, his son, who is a, a country music artist or whatever, he's good friends with Josh Beckett, who at the time was playing for the Dodgers. And he's like, hey, you know, we're there in February. They have spring training. Do you want to go to spring training? I'm like, yes. So so we we go rolling up. Uh, I think it was in Surprise, Arizona or something like that. We go rolling up there. They give us all these VIP things. We go walking in. We meet Beckett. We're bullshitting with him, you know, whatever. They, they've got a practice coming up. They, they, they hand me, they hand us both. Uh, I mean, they give us a, a LA Dodgers uh, polo, which I put on. I mean, you're going to hand me that. I'm not a Dodgers fan, but you hand me that thing from the team. I'm going to put it on. They hand me a cap. I put it on. So 
we're out on the field with these guys. Practice ends, and, and it's like, okay, everybody's walking off the field. There's all these fans everywhere, dude. And and somehow I I, I managed to mingle myself in with the team. I'm walking through the through the alley there with the team. All, all these all these players, they're all signing autographs and shit. And, and people are handing me shit, and, and I'm like signing autographs. I'm like, whatever. I mean, You're part I of the team. Part. <laughs> I looked like a part of the team. I mean, I was all in with them, wearing all that all that Dodgers gear, looking official or whatever. Sellout, dude, dude. I seriously signed like twenty autographs just in line signing? with people. Are you yeah, signing double R? Are you signing I signed double my own name. I signed my own name, and my buddy's over there watching, and he's like, "Were you signing autographs?" I said, "Well, shit." They handed me a, a, a sharpie and wanted me to sign it, so I signed it. <laughs> I did, dude. I seriously did. I was signing autographs with the Dodgers, and it's like that's pretty. Rodney, damn you cool. got to get this accredited, man. You got to get this appraised. <laughs> well, I, I'm sure, and 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 my buddy's like, I'm sure people are looking at you, wondering. And, and this is back when I was younger. I didn't have that great hair you keep talking about. The, I'm sure they were like, oh, this guy must be on IR. He he must be on the uh, he must be on the pup list or something because because he's in a polo and a cap. He he must must have. Uh, must be a pitcher. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. a long time ago. That's for a sure. long time ago. Long time ago. Long time ago. Many moons ago, as we like <laughs> to say. So what I want to – I remember pitchers in, like, the early aughts in the 90s having, like, smoking hot wives or, like, they're being, their wives being on the cover of, um, you know, For Him magazine or Maximum magazine. Chris Benson. I remember Chris Benson's wife, Anna – was it Anna Benson? Yes. Yes. Anna Benson. Yes. Is that her, was that her name? Dude, Amanda. Yes. Amanda Benson. That that right there was a brick shit house. That 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 lady right there. Yes, Anna Benson. I remember her. I remember. Yeah, the great impo- I was the Ron McKelvey of the Dodgers that day. <laughs> what a pool! Great name, Ron Weaver. That was that was me. Rod Weaver was me that day. Yes. Yes, Anna Benson. So can yeah. we let's let's see if we can pull up. Let me yeah, see can if you this find is who her? she really is. Is yeah. if it really is Anna Benson here. No, that's who that was. That's who she was very outspoken. I remember she was very outspoken uh with him. Um man, I almost forgot. I don't know her. if we can put these up. Hit share screen. We, share screen. No, I don't okay. think we can I don't think Oh, we can oh, oh, yeah. oh. Thanks. So yeah, Anna Benson and she went on apparently she's batshit crazy um yes she's on probation now 15 years probation she's a wild one here make sure you guys are checking this one out just i mean just go to the google and just anna benson images so are they not together anymore i'm assuming yeah Um, no they ain't together i think um of course i don't want to report false information here i'm gonna have to get the story on this we're gonna uncover anna tomorrow we will uncover anna tomorrow i'll give you a little bit of um a little bit of a thriller story here as we backtrack and go through the story of mm-hmm. anna benson here got some baseball tops that's for sure <laughs> wags wags like wags don't know what to say he, he just he's fixated on that screen he's like yeah, it's man. um we got to get off the screen is what we got to get there but yeah let's i want to go over some of like i know a lot of pitchers have some smoking wives of course jv man with kate upton oh my you know that's got to be the queen here uh but yeah, yeah I'll, I'll i'll do a little bit of research let's I'll do, do that a little tomorrow. bit of research this is That'll some be, of my best extensive research too. that i do 
I will too. I will work on that today as much as possible. You won't be able to make it off of the gram. You'll be sitting there just in scroll heaven, just sitting here. Oh, 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 hey, wag. See this one? Have a lot of friends there, dude. Have a lot, a lot of friends. Of friends. There. Do you, you got a lot of friends that play hockey? Um, actually, I do. Actually, I've got a lot of friends who play rugby. So, so when I was talking about the cycle bar yesterday, I, I, there's a group of ladies that go to the cycle bar that I go to, and all their husbands play rugby. And well, it's that's like, not you, that's not a conversation you want to get into. You don't want to play rugby with their husbands after talking about them on their bike. No, 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 no. That, that that's with them. I am very, I'm very distant. You know, <laughs> when when they, when they talk about, you know, when they tell me they have a husband that's a rugby player, I'm like. Glad you're here. Have a great ride. Um, you know, I, I hope you get your cardio or whatever. Because no, I, I I'm not getting destroyed by a rugby player for crying out loud. Ruse Groofy Growing. What's up, everyone? Just found this channel. Awesome to hear and see Wags. Well, what's up, Ruse? Appreciate you I? stopping Shop in here. River? Make sure you're pounding that subscribe button and make sure you're uh following everybody on their socials as well, man. Tell your friends to hit the subscribe button as well, man. Thanks, Ruse, for coming in here, dude. What are we growing today? Huh? Reefer. What are we growing today? <laughs> can you hey, share? Did you, did, did you like and share? Did, did you Don't like ever. that? Did you like that text? My friend. That's right. Did you like that text I sent you and Wags? Or you and Wags? You and BK, BK yesterday. Where's my buddy from Alabama that was like, I hate Texas, but I enjoy watching your show, asshole. I'm like, oh, great. Well, well I appreciate that. Thank you we'll, so much. We'll Th thank your friend. Tell your friend to. to that we said thank you all all the time, buddy. I did all the time. Thank you, asshole. Yeah, uh, no hockey, hockey happened last night, opening night. Did you watch any hockey, Rodney? I didn't watch any hockey last night. No. I, I was fixated on baseball. I, I know that the golden did the Golden Knights get to raise their uh, banner. The or... Golden Knights defended their their cup. They got to raise the banner there. They hosted the Kraken from Seattle in Vegas. Um, yeah. They won. I, I, they, they, I like they look like they haven't dropped any steam, man. They're picking up right where they left off. Four to one victory last night over Seattle. Um, yeah, Vegas. I'd love to. We need to have Tom on maybe tomorrow mm -hmm. oh, or yeah. next week to yeah. see, to get his picks for who he thinks. And of course, just the futures picks for who he thinks are going to be representing and going to, uh, to play in the Stanley Cup playoff here. Oh, he's going to say the Dallas Stars. I mean, isn't he? uh it depends usually he goes with the the money like it doesn't okay. matter if it doesn't the da dallas stars have been playing fantastic over the past couple of seasons but usually tom is very good uh yeah. i don't know the algorithm that he has or how he produces it but he is very good at telling you who is going to be hoisting lord stanley at the end so, of the year so so tell me this wags when it, i i do watch hockey but but i mean it's not it's not constant like it is with football and baseball and racing and all these different things uh only so many hours in the day for me unfortunately but so, so how how has las vegas gotten this good this fast i mean i, I know that the, i mean that that's a newer franchise i mean how have they done this because it, it's I mean, this is where you remember when Jacksonville and Carolina came in. I think the they NFL. hit the nail on the head in the expansion draft, right? And then they've done very well, you know, in the front office, just plugging in holes um, and, and, you know, getting better products for the system, so to speak, man. They just yeah. plug and play at the moment now, man. They play good, tough hockey. I mean, they're, they skate well. I mean, they, they always look like they're, of course, this was game one, but I mean, they just have young talent, dude. And they have veterans that they have savvy veterans that know how to win. And well, when you have a, when you, when you have, a championship 
caliber goaltender, you're going yeah. to always be in a in a, a contest no matter what happens. So Vegas knows how to win, man. They they are a fantastic club. Um, but all the you know, I think all the hype and hoopla last night was with Connor Bedard, the rookie sensation, the number one pick in the NHL this year. Um yeah. For Chicago going up against, uh, you know, a Sidney Crosby yeah. talented Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh Penguin team. So I think every, they got every, all the uh, all the hype and hoopla last night. I mean, you even saw like the first call, right, where the uh, the umpire there, or the official, you know, welcomes Connor Bedard to the league. You know, hey, yeah. Connor, very cool for you to be here, man. Welcome to the NHL. And then, yeah. slam, you know, slams the puck down on the on the ice there. And then we get kicked off or we get a uh, skating. So yeah, yep. it was a fun night in hockey, man. We'll be talking a lot more about it as the uh, the season progresses. I'm a Caps fan, so it's probably going to be a little daunting for me this year. I don't think the Caps are right where we need to be, but we will be keeping you updated with all of your hockey content as well. Well, and and that is the thing. Just everything that I've seen this morning, you know, getting caught up, I have seen it. It seemed like a lot of emphasis on Bedard, and, and I'm like, okay, well, and, and you know, it is what it is. I mean, there. But I, I tell you, the other thing when it comes to hockey, baseball, and the NBA now is that it, where you can build a franchise like this, where you maybe you can't do it in the NFL because you don't really have that that true feeder system right there. That that that's the great thing about hockey is that you actually have that to where it's like you can go pluck you can go pluck people out of AAA or or what whatever it's called you go plug them out you get them in like you said plug and play they're ready to go and you want to talk about probably one of the best organizations you know through nhl and ahl you know we talk about the dallas stars but the texas stars everybody that you know that's around here knows how decent the team is tom mckay will Mm -hmm. tell you how you know every one of their damn players birthdays he's you know entrenched so well or you know has such a, a tight pulse on a man but dallas has a fantastic organization i think Washington's down a little bit now. I mean, the Her- Hershey, the, the Bears won last year, but I mean, we'll see how much talent is able to surface up into the NHL, you know, fast enough. Ovechkin's been playing for damn near two decades, so or has been playing for two decades. Uh, the Russian Grizzly is got to kind of got to start to slow down here just a little bit. Usually, you see most of his points come off of special teams, anyways, man. Well, uh, like I said, we'll break a lot of hockey down moving forward all throughout the year. But the Lightnings were able to get the win last night over the Predators, three to five, and then the Blackhawks with sensation rookie sensation Connor Bedard um, getting his first uh, assist recorded there, and then getting his first points of the season in Game One. Blackhawks finished the Penguins four to two, and then the Golden Knights host the Seattle Kraken in their uh, championship banner. Uh, I guess. It's not a parade, but it's definitely a celebration for sure. And it's one hell of a celebration in Vegas, man. You think just, yeah. you know, the regular season, regular season games, the pregame shows are are fantastic. And all, you know, all the uh, the pageantry and, and, and stuff there. Imagine what it would be like on unveiling a championship banner. Oh, my goodness. I got to tell you, uh, Bobby, that does the uh, racing show with me. That they, they made Bobby a special the, Bobby Chaffee. They, they made a special trip down there to Vegas. They, they were planning a Vegas trip, but it, you know this guy, you know he's he, he's sneaky. 
that they figured out he he planned this trip when it was like a huge home game going on there for for Vegas and uh they go check out the Golden Knights and he's like messaging me during this thing he's like dude this is unbelievable he's like you would not believe this right here so is Vegas kind of is Vegas kind of the team you know where where people kind of people cling to the Kansas City Chiefs you know to where it's like that you know maybe the nonchalant sports fan I'm a Chiefs fan is this kind of what say you that I think they're I mean it's Vegas right and it's sure, a new yeah, club yeah. So, well so is Seattle I know that's too. like Bobby like them Seattle <laughs> A fan, you know, Seattle's an expansion team as well there, but I mean, Vegas, you know, the expansion of three or four years ago, yeah, yeah, it, five it's years been, ago, five years yeah, ago, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I, but I mean, they're they're in Vegas, dude. It's the Golden Knights, and that's the thing. It, yeah, it's like their their pregame spectacle. It's like that's what he medieval that's what times. That's about. the that's the best way I can explain it is going to get dinner at medieval times. Well. Know? With Jim Carrey and Matthew Broderick. And this dude, this dude's telling me as this is going on and telling me after the fact, you know, it was a regular season game. It was just a regular season game, middle of the season. And he's like, dude, all this shit is going on. You would think this is like a a, a championship game or something. I, I mean, you know, championship round of the playoffs with everything that's going on right here. But hey, man, what what do you expect? What do you expect in Vegas? I we mean, got hell. some uh, we got some college football tonight, too, amigo. Oh, yeah, it is time. You're going to be watching a little bit of the line tonight. UTEP versus Florida International, huh? The line on this, Florida International given three over under 44 here. And then we also got Sam Houston versus New Mexico State. New Mexico State given four to uh, to Sam Houston here and the over under 42. You going to have any action on tonight? Dude, I don't give a damn who's playing tonight. What? Hold on. A baseball to watch, my man. <laughs> I got you. See, I, I don't gotta watch. I mean, I I'll, I'll be checking in on that. You know, I'll check in on that. That that way, I know what the hell I'm. You know, we're talking about tomorrow. But man, it, uh, it's Astros baseball time, dude. That's that's what I'm gonna be watching. I don't know. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can bring myself to watch baseball anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. I know I have to do it because I'm obligated to talk about it. But it's tough, man. It's tough. It was over. It's over. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I do think that if if this turns into to Texas and Houston, which it should, it will. That's going to be a lot of fun, dude. It's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Well, I like to think yeah. that uh, we and we hear Harge talk a lot of a lot about this, right? The pedigree and the identity of a ball club, and of course, the roster turns over every year, and that pedigree changes. But the stalwarts and the key components are still together and in place for the Houston Astros. And you knew, Rodney, you knew if you let them get in, they were going to be trouble. Yeah. They got into the back door. They snuck into this thing and stole the West. I, I can't say stole the West because they reclaimed it, right? I mean, it's right, it's it's rightfully theirs. You know, death taxes and the Astros winning the West in this decade. Um, it just yeah. seems like it's just going to be the parent because there there's been times where it's been bad for the Astros, but I mean, sure. you know, things, yeah. uh, good things come to people that wait is that old adage. You know, and like and it has old. been, I mean, it's been a struggle. I mean, you can talk about banging trash cans and all that shit. Here's the thing. They, that, that organization, they, they, they got rid of those people. And, and I mean, think about that. You get rid of that GM, you get rid of that manager. I mean, they, they own that shit. 
I mean, they owned it. They did what they had to do. And, and, and that's where, that's where I think it's odd to me. We're seeing Carlos Correa. That, that's why for me, even though he's public enemy, number one right now to Astros fans, to me, it's very hard to dislike Carlos Correa because the fact is when all of that shit went down and Correa was still in Houston, that was the one guy that stood up and he's like, look, yes, we were doing what we were doing. He owned it, but man, he, he laid his ass on the sword for that organization when he was still there. And, and that's why for all the people that want to dislike him because he took the money and ran and is now playing against Houston in, in, in this series, dude, that – and you listen to Correa talk about he's He still compares this team to the Astros. And, hell, he was on TV last year, and he was saying the Astros are playing, and he's like, okay, we got to do this. I'm like, dude, you play for the Twins. You ain't we no more. So the dude has a love for for the for the franchise and, and first ball club, man. Sure, first ball club. Hey, so would I'm going to ask you this now, Pena or Correa? <laughs> oh man, that um, I'll tell you what, man. What what a what a way to huh? fill that void. How about I'm you, Chat? How about you, I'm, Chat? Pena or Correa? Going, dude, Correa is my dude. Okay. Correa is my guy. I mean, that dude, he looks like a leopard. He looks like a jaguar. I mean, that that guy right there, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. At one time, I think I had a man crush on that guy. He's just really, he's just <laughs> that out of here, man. Dude. He's I got just a man crush on hard. That's what I got a man crush on. That's, the, that's probably <laughs> the only dude doesn't? I have a man crush on. Who doesn't? Bucky told me he had a man crush on hard. <laughs> I tell you what, we, we need to do a calendar. You know what I mean? Like a... a Texas Sports Unfiltered Calendar. I think we got enough. We got 12 talent. We got 12 we got talent. 12, we got about 12 dudes. Yeah. Yeah. And then we, you know, we got the girls as well. I think we'd, we'd have to see if Megan and Rocky want to do it as well. But I, th- I think we could have one hell of a holiday season. That would be the only months that people cared about Megan and Rocky. The rest of them, you'd have like a, uh, you know, Manila folder covering the, the person that, that representing the month. <laughs> Or we could oh, do, Jake or says Correa sadly over Pena as well. Let's man. uh let's bring on Harge to the stage here, man. It is almost time for hanging with Harge. Uh, we got to tell you about Blue um Blue Heron as well before we get out of here, Roger. Oh man, that's right. Do not forget about Blue. Great Blue Heron furniture, that right there. That is, uh, I mean, a custom leather company formed back in 1991. And like I always talk about here on Chaos Theory, when we talk about the folks that are on board with us. 1909, 1988, 1991. These folks have been doing it for a long time. Great Blue Heron Furniture. They focus on heavy he- heavy leathers, hides, and fabrics ranging, ranging from traditional Western to modern farmhouses. All of that stuff right there. The highest quality you're going to find. You cannot and will not find anything better or more durable. The quality is amazing. Right here where we are uh, congregating right here doing the program, there's a link on the YouTube video description showing you uh, that'll take you right to our Texas uh, Sports Unfiltered collection and use that promo code HOOKEM. You're going to get 15% off of your purchase right now if you use it. If you're looking for furniture that's amazing and built to last for decades, is that what you want? That's what you really want with anything. I don't care if it's a car. I don't care if it's a it's a spouse <laughs> built to last for decades. Your leather furniture, look no further than Great Blue Heron Furniture. Click that link or call them 866 247 nine six eight eight good stuff right there there's the good man. stuff right there as mike harge gets on the screen again man brought you on a little bit immaturely or prematurely but you know how i am man i 
a little bit premature. Announcing the Orioles with uh with the victory here and think that they were gonna get to the series, Mike. Can't wait to hear your breakdown, dude. Man, it's uh it's been tough though, man. I'll I'll probably just be sitting here in, in tears and holding my Cal Ripken bat as you well. Make sure at 11, terrible it is. at eleven fifteen, you might want to turn it off because I'm gonna have the play by play. Announcer Jared Sandler coming on with me to kind of recap what he saw. That's a great get, dude. Eyes in in the spot and calling that game last night. So it's gonna be. uh, You told me you wouldn't do this to me. I'm not trying to, Rex. I'm not trying to, bro. This is fun, man. I love. I I still love y'all, dude. I get it. I'm gonna remember this at Christmas. I'll remember this at Christmas. That's just good journalism, right there, Hard. That's all. Just good journalism, my ass. You know what? Everybody's got me in the doghouse, man. It's it's pick on the dude from back east, dude. Oh man, I love you, Wags. I'm sorry. Sorry about your Orioles, man. But that's how baseball go. You know. Yes, that's how it goes, dude. That's how it goes. I'm out of here, man. Love y'all. Hook them. Y'all have a great day, man. Later, guys.